And we're here with another episode of Savage Life Podcast. I'm your host, the one I creep with my guy. And I'm your other host, Mout. And we got a special invited guest today. Uh, he goes by the name of Sul, Suli, Sulio, <laughs> El Sul Esteban. That's right, that's right. <laughs> this is my guy. How long have I known you? Man, I want to say 1985. I met you in 85. Yeah. Then you might be my oldest friend. <laughs> I, I knew him since literally since 85. Yeah. But you know, like 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 the female said, you know, it was all off and on. Yeah. <laughs> off, off and on friendship. Yeah. Yeah. 30, 37 years of friend, 35 years of friendship, I will say. 85, man. But, you know, glad that, glad you was, have you, that you've been in my life. You know, I just have seen you grow. You know, you came, you came a long way. We, we both have. We, we both came we both a long came way. way. That's great. That I, I, I'm going to give you a quick background of me and uh, El Sulio. <laughs> I met him in 1985 at a school called Santa Clara Muhammad. For those of you who are not from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, in the 80s, you know, uh, when Islam wasn't really, you know, popular, mm-hmm. and we both come from a Muslim family. We both were a Muslim family. We didn't have too many Muslim schools to go to right. for education. So there was a school in 47 Woodland, I mean, sorry, 47 Walusing called uh, Santa Clara Muhammad. Which I met him in kindergarten. So this has been my guy since, you know, kindergarten. We come right. up like, we're in the scene. I've been in the sandbox. Because mm-hmm. it was only like, what, three like Muslim families back then? Not about five. Not about five. It wasn't, it wasn't, know, the Islamic community was very small back then. Everybody, we all knew each other. You know, we all grew up together. Yeah. So that's why now we typically know all the Muslim. Yeah, because we all been around. Because most, yeah, most yeah. people in the city. That was, you know, popping in the Muslim community. Went to Claire Muhammad. Right. So that's where all of our origins came from. That's where our connection came from. So now we are grown. We still see each other. Like, it's crazy to copy out, right? And people are like, I know you. Well, you went to Claire Muhammad with my sister. Or, <laughs> well, you still, you, still, you still look the same. I say, I just got a beard. It's no different. So, but you, you, you were Muslim back then, though. Was you? Nah. Nah. Even my best friend Kev, he was uh, he was Muslim. Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior at the time, <laughs> so it wasn't matter. But it was, it was, you know, it was a good experience. I'm glad I went there. Like I said, because I, I met some lifelong friend. I st- I'm still in touch with dudes like besides him. It might be like right. four or five people that I'm still in touch with from Claire Muhammad in the eighties. Right. And uh, it was a good experience. No, it definitely, definitely was. I'm just upset that it's not it's not around anymore. I mean, uh, it's the actual school, the actual building. It started off with a good idea, but I think not only the politics, but the street came involved in that. Yeah, that, that so is. the combination of the street and politics mm-hmm. kind of like disrupted the, the, the educational process. Right. Because I left there in 1990, I'm going to say two or three. When you left? Uh, 93. I left in 92. So it was still pretty much a stable, you know, in the community in 92. And as I get up, it, it, when, when did it really shut down? I, I really don't have a clue. I know the actual mass year is still open. Yeah, because I, I go to uh, 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 Jumar there sometimes yeah. on Fridays. I go there for Jumar too. And it'd be a lot of time when the people die in the Muslim community. Yeah, they start. Uh, yeah. A lot of Janazas there, there most of the time. Especially if you're, if you're a popular person yeah. because it's so big. It's a lot of space. But, you know, the school structure is still there. The classroom is still there. Um, I think they should open it back up. I yeah, but if the, I, I think the problem with it is I think it's a power struggle now. So I think the people, the community is trying to get it, but I think uh, the original person who owned it, who had it, Shemtin Ali, is not trying to give it the power struggle. Mm. So they're they're ju- they're you know tug of war and back and forth to who's going to run it. So I don't I don't really know how that's going to work, but yeah, hope, yeah, hopefully we can, it can work out. We get it together. But to, to me, I just think nowadays, I just think back then all the community, Muslim community, was just one, right? Yeah, I agree. Now we're so divided. Yeah. You got the Salafis and you got the. Blah blah blah. Who's on it? Who's on it? Yeah, it's all simple. So everybody, 
like you know everybody do their do their own thing. I always say that, man. I just think even I mean all in all religions, man. Um, I just think. There's too many masjids. Too many churches. Too many, churches. Too many synagogues. Yeah. There's just too many. And because just, I, I think the bosses. Because a lot of people want, they want to have, they want to be the leader. They, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nobody wants to follow. Nobody wants to take orders. So everybody, you know what, I don't, he might be have a good message, but I want to lead too. I want to lead too, exactly. And that's, that's a bad thing in religion. Like I said, but, but you, throughout history, it's always been like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Especially, especially when it comes to us, man. But, yeah. You know, I think a perfect... In a perfect world, it would be one master each, each part of the city, like a master in West Philly, master in South Philly church. You know what I'm saying? Church in South, church in North Philly. But yeah, it just it would just makes make us more together. Mm-hmm. Sounds so divided. Different. But, but that's not in religion. It's, it's in the in the black community as well. That's in the black community, everybody's trying to do the same thing, but in their own path. Mm-hmm. And then what I'm saying is <clears throat> a closed fist, but more powerful than an open hand. So we all together doing the same message, and we all got in one accord. It's nothing we couldn't do. It's nothing we can't do. But again, it's, it's, the, it's the leader of power thing. People want that power. People want notoriety. Notoriety. Recognition. They want to be famous. Exactly. Long story short. So it's like... I mean, like nowadays, that popularity with the social media, it's just, it's just everybody wants it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be popular. What, what the kids call it? Clout. Clout chasing. Clout. Clout. Everybody wants the likes. Clout. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying is, people don't, people don't see this part. Heavy is the head that wear the crown. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? Uh, break it up. I mean, heavy is the head that wear the crown. I mean, if you want to be the leader, you got to take the bad that come with the good. Mm-hmm. You're going to take criticism. You're going to take. You might take. You know, a uh, uh, scrutinism from the law. That's true. You might take. Uh, 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 what's, what's the word I'm looking for when when, a, when somebody turned on their leader? Betrayal. Insubordination. Betrayal. Insubordination from people. So when you become a leader of something. You're going to create jealousy and envy, and people are going to try to take you down. Yeah. Your, own, your own people. Your own people. <laughs> I don't, that's the thing I tell you all the time. I don't want to be the leader. I don't want to be nobody leader. I don't want to be your voice. I just happen to get put in a position because of my influence. But I don't want that because when you become that, now everything you do is, is under a microscope. Under a microscope. And then, you you know, some of this falls on us. We don't take care of our leaders. No. You know, at we, all. You got to take. You got to protect your leaders. And even financially, you got to. Take care of your leaders. Your leaders shouldn't be living in a shack. Right. You know, leaders got to pay bills and um, things like that. But you got to take care of leaders because a lot of times our leaders, they pick themselves out there. Yeah. And when they turn around and look behind themselves, there's nobody behind them. And you all, you know, you make yourself a target. Um, but, and this is just my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I think we, we need leaders. We should have leaders, but it shouldn't always be, movement shouldn't always be based behind a leader. Yes. Um, we got to get a code. Because, you know, if you have a leader, all you got to do is kill that leader off. Yeah. Then that movement dies. Or you can just put that leader in jail or, like, uh, Marcus Garvey. Yeah. Just deport him. Or you can just talk bad about him in the media. You know, create a lot of scandals. Yeah. And then once you, once you get rid of that leader, a lot of the time, it's, it's not, um, that baton is not picked up. No. By somebody else. Yeah, everything everything just fall apart. Because, again, in life you have leaders and followers. And a lot of times, most people are followers, you're leaders. So, if, like I said, you can leader... People are scared. Yeah. People are scared to lose their comfortability. People are scared to, you know, for defamation of character. They're just scared, period. Yeah. Scared so, to lose their jobs. Lose their jobs. Yeah. Their way to eat. And people I tell them all the time, if you if you allow somebody to control the way you eat, you allow somebody to control the way you starve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and for me, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's, it's, but this, this is the perfect segue for, for our topic of the show today. The topic of the show today is, is uh, politics. Yeah. 
And we're going to discuss... Uh, yeah, we got, yeah, just die right here and just... I mean, we got this one, yeah. meat and potatoes, man. Yeah, yeah, this is a yeah. meat and potatoes show, bro. <laughs> like, we ain't going to sugarcoat it. We ain't going to hide behind nothing. Yeah. I mean, a quick background of my guy right here, Suli. Uh, he's in the politics, but he's not in this typical way you think. He's a... Uh, I want you to describe. I'll let you describe your, your your position, but you know, without giving away who you are and who you with. Um. Well, I'm necessarily say like a, a working politician. I am. You know, I, I actually work in labor. I work with a union, and um, politics and union pretty much go, go to hand in hand. Okay. But um, I always like to consider myself um, to, to try to make things easy. It's more so like a party promoter. Um, yeah. For candidates. So instead of me promoting a, a party to a club, let's say you, you know, let's say you want to run for office, let's say you want to run for city council one day, mm -hmm. I get in the streets and I promote you um, to typically people who don't typically vote. Because you know, a lot of times people only take certain um, elections seriously, like um, when you, you know, when you vote for a president or the mm -hmm. mayor. Yeah. There's a lot of those small um, offices people don't really. Because they think it don't matter. Don't yeah, matter, don't. or they don't. They don't know. Like registers, wills, and um. And that's how a lot of people sneak in the office too. Exactly. You be like, well, how they get there? They be like, because you wasn't paying attention. Wasn't paying attention, or you only know it's like a uh, like a city commissioner yeah. or, or judges and things like that. Well, then when something happens, they befuddled because they don't know how this person's doing this because right. you didn't yeah. vote. Now, my opinion. This is only my opinion. I don't, you know, push on anybody else. I don't vote for president because obviously I think. From that perspective, this is my opinion. I think my vote don't count. I think that end of the day, for president, they do what the hell they want to do. Yeah. So, so I, I look at the election of 2016 where Trump, right? So Hillary won the popular vote. Mm -hmm. She won by a landslide. Yeah. But the I'm doing the air quotes. The electoral colleges mm -hmm. voted Trump in. Yeah. My thing is, who the fuck is the electoral colleges? I. Have you, have you ever seen my personal electric college? I have a clue. You ever seen some electric college? Nah, not at all. <laughs> I mean, where are they, they from? Because, like, you know, years back, I always thought the electoral college was super delicate, but, you know, once I looked into it, they, they're not. They got, can you Google somebody electoral college? No. It's not Googleable? No. So you can't get an image of who is the people no. that are on the board? No, but overall, not, if I'm if I'm wrong, I apologize, but, you know, overall, just to try to kind of break things down with electoral college. Let's just say the whole. Let's just say a whole state. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm making these numbers up. Let's just say that there's I don't know five million people in the state. Yeah. Um. Typically, like when it comes to like the um, presidential elections, all you know the majority of people who I don't know. Let's say majority of people back Hillary in our state. We just we're just asking for the electoral college, um, whoever that individual is, to vote for Hillary. You know, so if that's this, I'm making smaller numbers. Let's say a million people voted, and out of those million people voted, seven hundred people voted for Hillary, seven hundred thousand people voted for Hillary, and three hundred thousand people voted for um for Trump. Mm -hmm. So those seven hundred thousand people, seven hundred thousand people should be the majority, and you're basically telling that electoral college individual to vote for the majority for the majority, which is Hillary. So in what in what case do they vote for the the, the minority? Um, if they go well, let's just say because sometimes. Right, what made them? What made them swing the vote to Trump over Hillary? Well, I don't. You know, I don't personally know, but I um, I think with the electoral college, some some cases it might be a good thing. Yeah, it might be a good thing to have electoral college because let's just say Kanye West or 
Yeah, or somebody. I'm both for Kanye. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know Raheem from 48th Street. You know, he, you know, he runs. He has no, he has no experience. He don't know what to do. But everybody thinks he's cool. You know, he might make good music or whatever. He might be a good actor. Mm-hmm. And everybody vote for him just because he's a he's a fun guy. Yeah. Um, and he gets in the office and he don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Like electoral college in that case, I think might be a good thing because you know you you you're um, blocking somebody that doesn't have you know qual- mm-hmm. you know it's not qualified. Well, with the scenario you just you just you yeah. just name. But the guy that's in office right, now, I was about to say that. the same person. He don't have this, which, which, you know what? He's a celebrity. Like, I feel like this, right? I feel like the country was like, all right, we had a black president. Yeah. All right, y'all got that one. But watch this. We about to fuck y'all up with this one. Mm-hmm. Because there was no way in the world they was going to let a female run the country. No, Just like how people, we not over racism, they still not over sexism. No, they're not. And they wasn't taking orders from no female. In the great words of Soldier Boy, them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> they said, listen, that's what I said to listen. All right, we did him a favor. Bush fucked up, right? Yeah. So, the black people are, are, are stop believing the system after Bush, right? Yeah. How can we get them back into believing in the system put in place? Give them a nigga. Yeah. So, yeah. they gave us a nigga for eight years, right? But also, um, not to cut you off, I heard um, part of Obama going into office had um, other things to do with, like, um, something with Africa. Yeah. They they killed some type of bad business deals. So, what happened? The Bush basically killed the trade the trading. Yeah, you yeah. know all about and, and Obama got uh, the show we touched on before. Kenya everything comes from Africa, right? Everything. Uh, coal, gold, diamonds, everything. They got the best resource. First of all, I wouldn't even be able to use my laptop. Well, Africa. Without, so what happened was you know certain Africa, minerals and Africa, stuff that come from Africa. The world can't survive without Africa. No, they can't. Yeah. So what happened was uh, once Bush killed the trade agreements, mm-hmm. they said, "How do we get this back in good accord?" Give them somebody who looks like them, who has some kind of roots to them. And they put Obama, and Obama, he went there, he looked cool, I am Barack Obama. He shook hands, he smiled at his babies, he got trading back. Mm-hmm. What they do, they went there and they, and they, they conquered Africa again. They, they killed uh, Saddam, mm-hmm. they killed uh, Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Uh, under him, what's his name, died too, right? Didn't Mandela died under Obama? Who? Mandela. Mandela. Uh, yeah, he died, yo, he died on old. Still, was it 2016, 15? Yeah, so when they, uh, they was able to go back in there. Don't forget about um, Robert. Um, even though they got him out of office, Robert Mugabe. Yeah, they, they, they went back in the Congress. The yeah. thing is, the thing about the enemy, because the enemy is, they're geniuses. Because they know how to make us hate us. Yeah, I mean, they got patience, too. Yeah, they got patience. And, they, and they, the thing is, they, they only, I'm, I'm not really mad at them because they only do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. The thing is, the same way they be on cold, we're not as black people. And I think that we, as black people, we put too much emphasis and too much of our trust into politicians. When I was younger, I, like I said, I didn't really look at the politics, I understand it, I didn't really care. But then I'm older, I see it affects my life. Locally, I'm very ingrained in politics because these are the people that make, you know, that make the laws. Yeah. These are the people that, you know, with your children schooling, the taxes on your property, uh, a bunch of stuff involving you and your business. I'm a business owner, so it affects me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, politics affect affect all of us, and they they need all races, and you know, not just blacks, whites, everybody, Asians. Every they need for everybody to um, believe in the system. In the system, in the yeah. system. Um, because once people don't believe in the system, you got that's, that's when things are. That's when people start to stand up. But yeah. you know, the Asians they they do their own thing. Yeah. They always had the, the lowest turnout rate when it comes to voting. Well, why they do that is because they, they do control. Crowd, they do, no, no, they do crowd sharing. Yeah. So what they do is 
by David O. Right? So yeah. David O. is a, what is he, a city council? Uh, city council at large, on Republican. So David O. is a, is a, is a city council, right? Mm-hmm. So what they do is they say this, this, David O. has the Asian community best interest at hand. So yeah. what we do, we put money behind David O. Why? Because he's going to make sure, you know, uh, when it comes to real estate, we're going to be good. Yeah. Where it comes to uh, taxes, we're going to be good. When it comes to businesses, we're going to be good. Mm-hmm. So he, he, they, they basically put their money behind a guy who has their best interest at heart. And he makes sure they eat. Yeah, but he, not only, you know, he had a lot of backing from everybody else, too. Um, blacks and also whites. David O. But he, you know, of course, but that's just how. But but, but his, first, his first agenda is what? Oh, of course, of course. The Asian community. Take care of his community. That's the thing about, the, the thing about that's why I, I just like the, 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 the politics part. Because I, I seen recently, right, I seen a, a commercial with a, what's the boxer name in Philly? Bernard Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins. Oh, yeah, he's, he's backing this, this, this white guy named, uh, what's the guy he's backing name? I just seen that. Too. I seen the commercial. The Chuck yeah, White guy. Yeah, I seen. The I can't think of his name. But in my head, like you know, you know, office, the city council. Is it, is it Alan Donnelly? Yeah, okay. he's back in Alan Donnelly. Now, before these commercials, I never heard of Alan Donnelly. Have you? Well, you, you, you're in a, you're in a political yeah, right? yeah, Have you heard of Alan Donnelly before the commercial? Not as much. Yeah, I heard his name before. Yeah, but um, so what's, his, what's his background? What's up with Alan Donnelly? I don't know too much about. It. I know he's like a. Um, He's a multi-millionaire. I know he's in the real estate. Uh, he doesn't have any political um, ties. Any or... any political ties. Um, he this is his first. This is his first time he won. What was that? 2015. Mm-hmm. I know he jumped in a race kind of late and just dumped a whole lot of money and won into the race. And he um, he won. I, I you know personally I didn't expect him. Um, so when I know that city council at large race was, was a lot of good. But, but that the one Isaiah was in? Yeah, there was a lot of good candidates. You had Isaiah Thomas. Um, you had um, I'm trying to think of newcomers. Um, Helen, um, what's the agent? Helen Jim, I believe her name. I heard it, man. Um, Derek Green. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, new faces that was running and actually got in the office. Yeah. Um, and a lot of good people like uh, city council um, at large. I know. Uh, what's what's the uh, God damn. What was the mayor in the eighties? His son was on. Not Wilson Good. Wilson Good Junior. His yeah. son was. Uh, he lost the last turn. Even though well, fuck Wilson Good. Uh, but you know he passed a lot of good, um, good laws while he was in office. Who? Uh, uh, Wilson Good Junior. You know. You know. I, listen. He, he killed them women, baby, and babies, man. Well, no, that's his dad. I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking senior. Yeah, yeah, senior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about Wilson Junior. I know about senior. <laughs> Wilson Senior, man. And if you don't know the history of Philadelphia, oh yeah, yeah, that was in 19 with 85. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, a group called Move. They were trying yeah, to really drop the bombs on them. Yeah, do their own thing. Yeah, that that was crazy. I couldn't believe that happened. Yeah, like when I, you know, like when I was, I was younger at the time, but like, you know, when I seen it as an adult, I'm looking like, you is this shit real? Like you, you would think that like he's in Iraq somewhere. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is unbelievable. Yeah. You just dropped the bomb on all these well, people. On people because they they just to to side or not to cooperate with the everyday life. They just wanted to do their own thing. They, um, I believe they own the properties. And I wanted to say it was about two, three block radius. They just, they just did their own thing. Yeah. Like they went off the grid. It's just crazy how they, they, they do what they want, and then they try to justify for it. Like, come on now, it was women and kids in there. Women like, and kids. It, yeah. it was people. They was just holding their grounds. But only thing I kind of dislike about the situation, because I'm not defending uh, Wilson Good at all, but there was a lot of. Um, uh, I remember uh, what's the. Uh, What's the, the guy that everybody disliked? Um, the, the old mayor, the, the mayor that was in the set. Oh, uh, uh, Frank uh, Rizzo. Rizzo. Uh, I believe it was it was a shootout 
that he had with the, the cops that they were shooting out at the uh, move, with, right? You know, shooting at the move people, but it wasn't, you know, well, all, all, anything that um, that has violence is bad. But, yeah. Um, it wasn't. He didn't drop a bomb, but he actually had a shootout, and I believe some people was killed. Um, but no one knows about that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just remember the bombing that happened on uh, Osage Avenue in West Philly. Yeah. In the eighties. They always do that. They always want to remember certain stuff, just like how um, what they say. Um, Let's never forget about nine eleven. Yeah. But you ask somebody about the Oklahoma City bombing, they be like, "When was that?" Like, they look at you like you're crazy. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> this man drove a van into a building, a federal building. They had a daycare in it, and that John leveled like half the building, but nobody remembers nobody that. Nobody remember that. But everybody remember nine eleven. I remember. I think that was ninety. Yeah, that was ninety. Look at me. I think that was nineteen ninety five. Yeah, well, I think it was about that time. There was a lot of things that happened. We had the, the Columbine High School shooting mm-hmm. around that time. That's it was a lot of a lot of tragedies around that time. That's the time where I think, uh, yeah, George Bush just he just won around that time. So it was a good time. You too. know what's crazy? When he was in office. Um, they had a ban on assault weapons. Mm. And that ban, it was like a 10-year ban. And it expired while he was in office. Mm. He never renewed it. Mm. So to this day, that bill has never been renewed. Okay. And so, so you know, that's when everybody started getting AR-15s again. And it's like all that, it's, to me, my personal opinion, I think it's all about the money. Because it's like, you could have yeah, yeah. renewed that ban if you wanted to. Yeah. And every time they talk about... Oh, we about to uh, we about to ban them again. What happened? Sales skyrocket. Everybody run out and go get an AR fifteen. They go get the stocks, the bump stops, and everything. Because you know everybody got a. Is it fair? Like we were just talking about this other day that it's so much money and fair. Yeah, if I tell you tomorrow it's going to be the biggest rainstorm we ever experienced, yeah. and people believe in it, they like, oh snap! What they going to do? They going to run out to the market. To the market. And they're going to buy everything. Well, that, well, that's how wars start. Yeah. War, like, September 11th. That was basically based upon fear. So they put, they put George Bush put into America's head that we need to go over there and find weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Right? But that was, a, that was a public perception we need to do to right. stop terrorism. But in the day, they went there to steal that oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. said, we need a reason to get into this country. Did, did you see what you call on face when they arrested him? Uh, Saddam Hussein? Oh, yeah. When they brought him out, he was so confused. He like, what the fuck I yeah. do? He, yeah, he because I, th- I, th- I think he stopped confused. playing ball. That's what happened. He stopped. Well, he definitely, at one point, now, you know, this is just my personal opinion. Um, he definitely was tired there. Yeah. He was definitely, definitely tired. They don't let you run for years and years and years. And mm-hmm. But the only run years there without stopping you from doing anything. Because they, right. they know you was killing people and doing, you know, yeah. crazy stuff over there. But eventually people, at the end of the day, um, and I like want to get to race and all that because I, you know, no, you, you, listen, we, we can you can yeah. get this is a show where we talk freely, but okay. speak your mind. But my personal opinion, I think us as Africans, um, African Americans, we're just the most compassionate. We're Africans, we're African, we're Africans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't doubt the American. Hey, I, I don't you know, you know, I don't know your listeners, man. It don't, it don't matter. We're speaking the truth. We're Africans. Yeah. But um, we're, we're the most caring, the most compassionate. We're the most forgiving, and we let them in. We let everybody in. Yeah, and we let we let every we let everybody in. And I, um, I, I also think that um, Saddam Hussein eventually realized that he was being used and probably probably woke up yeah. and started really being for his peoples. And that was that was that wasn't part of the agenda. So you know, eventually you got to you, you had to get rid of him. Well, they had to get rid of him. I want to see we had to. But well, they, they, the only way they could get in there under the pretense of democracy, right? 
Like, yeah. Well, this is maximum democracy. So they, 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 look what they do. This is what America does. Uh, they see a country that they can take some from. Yeah. Like, they currently do it to Venezuela. Yeah. We're not paying no mind because it's not affecting us, but they're doing it to Venezuela. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is, because Venezuela is one of the biggest oil producers in the world, yeah. they can't just go in and take it, you know, from the, from the president. They can't, they can't go in and take it. Um, I can't think of the president name. So what they're doing is, no. they do is they put another guy in position yeah. who has their same interests at heart to take over the presidency and it's going to let them in and get that oil. Exactly. And then you, and now, Create propaganda. Yeah, um, I, I remember seeing he's star, he starving the people. He's starving the people, and they had like a, 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 like a, like a rally. But um, when you looked into that that rally, you know it was maybe about a thousand people. Right? Yeah, and they had the cameras a certain way, and it looked crazy. People was burning things and stuff like that. But overall, the population a thousand people was not a lot of people. No, but then once people started talking to other. Um, Citizens in that country, they actually liked the president. They actually yeah. um, wasn't. It wasn't like a lot of people that was that disliked him. So was the so the thousand people were they paid or they just what because they were the well, kids? At the end of the day, you can't please everybody. I yes. don't care how no matter, yeah, no matter what you yeah. treat people. Same like you know you got people like King and Doc and um, Doc Martin King and Malcolm X. People dislike them. They're gonna oppose you. Yeah, yeah. So not not because you're a bad person, but because they don't want to change. They don't, don't want to change or. Could not like the personality yeah. or you or envious of you or yeah, envious of you. So you always gonna have people that's against you. But if I focus and record and interview those particular individuals, and then I, I constantly promote that, it looks like everybody's against yeah. you. So it gives me a reason to go over there and and, and, and cause trouble and try to get you overturned. Yeah, so. and that's and that crazy thing. That's how they that's how they oust yeah. a lot of uh, leaders in the world. So they, they paint this pretty. The media is controlled by, if I'm not thinking, media controlled by majority, like a lot of Jewish people, right? Uh, Jewish. It's only, honestly, and don't quote me, but I believe all the media outlets is only controlled by two or three families. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the thing is, they, they don't, they don't want nothing. Uh, uh, they control. They dictate what we see, what we hear. Yeah. Through newspapers, internet, television. Yeah. Correct. So if they want, if they dislike somebody or they have an agenda, they're only going to report certain stories in a certain way yeah. that make you believe a certain thing. Yeah. So you see that already when people um, commit crimes and they try to paint this picture. Like if I committed the crime, they go back and find a picture of me looking like I'm the most heinous, thuggest person out there. Example: When 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 uh, in Dallas, remember when recently when uh, that the white lady cop. Went to the black guy apartment and killed him because she thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. allegedly. So when they put when they when they talked about him, mind you, they never, he had no record, no criminal record. He never been in trouble with the cop. He never got a citation or a ticket. Mm-hmm. You know what they brought up in the media about him? They found they weed. found weed yeah. in his house just to try to paint this how, picture how, of him. How, how much was it? It don't matter. Right. <laughs> 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 the matter. We leave everywhere. It's, it's legal, but it probably, probably was like an A4. It might have been a roach. I'm saying, but, it, but it's beside the point. They was trying to make up every excuse for this lady. To make him oh, a bad guy. She was taking some type of prescription pills. She was doing 16-hour shifts. Who the fuck don't do 16-hour shifts? Like, I do it every day, damn So how many times have you did a, a double shift and came home and, and went up to the wrong doors? Like, oh, that's not my house. I, I did that at work. Like, a week ago, I walked in. I live in a apartment building, so. Yeah, but I said I'm, 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 I'm talking about going home. 
Yeah, well, if you, well, if you live in a apartment building and you see the door, if you got if you ain't paying attention and you got your head down looking at your phone, you might be able to do that. But I'm not gonna say pull my gun out. Yeah, and kill somebody. Yeah. Well, you know, and I don't because we, we we typically get this a lot where people yeah, just always try to uh, always try to make sense about situations. Um, and I'm just kind of at a point where. I, I, we know what it is. Yeah. So there's no point of saying if this person was black, black yeah. if this one had happened, or this person got off because they was white. We we know what it is, and we got to move forward, and we got to figure out as a community what what the hell we're going to do. See, um, but, but about but, us being being exterminated. But the thing is, again, this generation, and not um, and then like in that in that situation. Wait, um, wait, don't, don't touch on that yet. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about that, but. Keep going with you, the point you well, well, the situation with the cop in Dallas. Yeah. Um, it seems like, and it might be like sound like I'm contradicting myself, but it sounds like every time there is a killing, um, they, people always make mistakes when it comes to to black people. Yeah. And it, I um, fear for my life. Yeah. I started reaching for a gun. Exactly. He was making erratic moves. I feel like they need to change that too with the yeah. police because. They won't. That, 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 it, that, they that's won't. what saves them. They won't. This, that's you, what saves them. Why they won't? Why, listen, you know what I'm saying? Why they won't change procedures and policies with police? Because majority of police are ran by bigots. Mm-hmm. The, the, most of these police chiefs and head honchos in these cities mm-hmm. are ran by Caucasian people who don't like black people, yeah. who tolerate us. Mm-hmm. So they, what they do is they let black people on the police force to basically be the fall guys mm-hmm. for. Uh, the, the whole the police force as a whole. Right. Example, I seen a Indian guy by the name of Raja something you seen recently. He killed some. He killed, he killed this white lady right here. Picture I just told you. He okay. killed me. His name is Raja something, but he's got like twenty five or thirty years for killing a white lady. Right. He a cop. He's a cop. The okay. guy named Raja. So that's, that's got like twenty five years or something. Right? It was something crazy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at this article right now. So it says, uh, <clears throat> Justine. Uh, uh, Damon Rudzinski family awarded twenty million dollars over U.S. police shooting death. The Minneapolis police will pay a record twenty million dollars to the family of the Australian woman Justine Diamond Rudzinski, who died after being shot by a U.S. police officer on July seventeenth. Oh, I'm ready. It's the largest police misconduct payout in the city. So this is my question: Why? Let me finish. This is my question: She's in Minneapolis, right? Isn't that the same place where uh, who's the guy got killed in the car? Name the black guy. Uh, uh, Lando Castile? Yeah, with his girl. Yes. Yeah. Castile got killed in Minnesota, right? Mm, no. I'm like, you sure? Was it Minnesota? Or, I don't know. It was Minneapolis. I look it up. Was it Wisconsin? No, I think it was Minneapolis. But anyway, my thing is, all right, this lady, you can all, you can all without even looking at the article, you before I read it to you, you can guess what, what, what her race was, right? So, this one case, a cop kills a white lady. She gets 20 million, her family gets 20 million dollars, right? Yeah. I have never seen a cop kill a black person, whether innocent. What's the what's the guy in this? Uh, Walter Scott. Remember the, remember the cop, the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's running, shot in the back like eight yeah. times. And the guy was running. The guy was running. Yeah. What did his family get? What kind of conversation did he get for killing? He was an, he was a U.S. veteran as well too. What kind of conversation did his family get for being murdered by the police? Some some of them might not even if get I, it. If I had to guess, uh, I'm gonna say nothing. Did, did the cop even go to jail? Nah. Like look at the uh, the Sean Bell case. He over fifty bullets fired. Yeah, they got a settlement, but it wasn't like that. that but they, but they only got like three point twenty five mil. But the thing, the thing is, it keeps happening over and over and over and over. And all we do is talk about it on social media, or at the most, we might march a rally. 
I don't I don't like that. I don't I don't like marches and rallies because it's like I don't know. I just, I just feel like it don't really do much because after that, what's next? Well, the, the point I mean to have a it, the, the the issue is when you have the, the marches and rallies. It's nowadays it's like the end game, and like you said, nothing else happens afterwards. A rally that's supposed to be the beginning. You mm -hmm. know, that's supposed to bring attention to an issue. You're supposed to rob people together, and you're kind of letting everyone know, all races and uh, media know, like this is this issue happened. Right. But that's that's not it. That's the beginning. It has to be something to come after that. But but a lot of times people think, hey, I did my part. We had this. Yeah, like that's that's not it. Like people together. The thing that, that that pisses me off, right? Now, when Meek Mills was in jail, yeah. you seen half of Philly out there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everybody was out with their kids on their shoulders. It was like a movement, right? But when the school district had their little protest. All I seen was people, great grandmoms out there, all the elders from the community. Mm -hmm. I seen nobody under fifty out there. You know why? And, and, Pull out. And, yeah, that's Talk what it was about. It's not, it's, not it's not popular. It's not popular. I had people ask. It was like, oh, you're not going to the Meek Mills right? No, for what? Yeah, I'm like, right. listen. That's the crazy thing is. So I'm watching people lives, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at the crowd, and all I see is this: people yep. got their phone out doing yeah. this. Everybody got their lives up. Bro, you don't care. Y'all don't care about reform. Y'all don't care about the prejudice. Y'all just care about getting your followers up. Getting your followers up. Getting your followers on. That's corny. Maybe, maybe seeing him. Maybe. People, people ignorant out here too, man. Like they always be like, uh, what they say? They they look for people way out. Oh, what is Oprah doing for the community? And fuck Oprah, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted up. She agent too. Fuck Oprah. Yeah, but my thing is like, okay, like that's her money. My thing is, if you would have made that same kind of money, what have you done? Like, people be like, oh, I would have did this. You say that now until you get the money. But my thing is, you don't need all that money like she has. Really, you don't need money at all to make an impact and, in your and community. I'm, and I'm an example of that. Yeah. My thing is, in my community right now, this is what I do. So, I mean, if you don't know, I'm a fella. So, certain jobs I just can't get. Yeah. Certain, I, I don't want to go so far in the total pool of employment somebody. So, that forced me to become an entrepreneur. So, what I did was, so now, currently, anybody who, who looks like me, who has a record like me, I employ. Okay. I have a moving company. I have a, 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 a house demolition company. I have a laundry service. So guys is like that. Give them jobs. Okay. So I'm creating jobs in my community for people that nobody will give a second chance to because nobody gave me a second chance. So is that why you didn't pull my application because I don't have a record? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> you clean <laughs> record bitch. Both of y'all got a record. Hold on. That's some kind of like reverse, reverse yes. discrimination. I'm discriminating because I'm not a felon. So he didn't call me. Nigga, they got a weed charge. Nigga, they got a parking ticket. Niggas ain't got none of that shit. No, no, baby. We just lucky. Yeah. We, we did some things. We just ain't in court. I never <laughs> get in. Well, I didn't get convictions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you arrested without convictions? Yeah, I never had convictions. But you, I mean, you in a good spot, man. But somebody like Oprah, they they got to answer to people. They got money. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, but the thing is you, you can do it under the radar, though. Like, right, listen, you, can, you don't have to put your name on it, right? But you can say, listen, Malcolm, you're my guy. Uh... You don't have any pressure on you. Nobody's in a public eye you. Huh. Hit with two million dollars. Yeah, but you do something. But a lot of that stuff be taxed right off. Yeah, but and plus you got you know, you gotta think they, they being yeah, watched heavy. Let's be honest, bro. I mean She's like, not gonna miss two million dollars. Yeah, yeah, but it's easier said than done. But you know, as soon as like well, you can funnel a little bit of money. He go he go a hundred thousand here, hundred thousand here. You can do it, you can you can waste it. She, she, she could be I don't know, she could she she could be doing it. Cause I remember the, the time where um, she built a school in Africa. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's, you that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's a bullshit move. They'll they'll allow you to because you can do that. They'll allow you to build school. Everybody yeah. builds schools in Africa. I think Lil John. Yeah, I just see that. And, um, 
Jay Z probably got a few schools. And they, uh, so, and, 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 and they be a uh, 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 child trafficking, but that's a whole other story. Oh boy, that's <laughs> so, so open that can of worms. But I just look at it like we we like we as a community shouldn't look to people like Jay Z and all them like as heroes. Like oh, come save us. We got people right here in our city. You know what I mean? Like you can you can make your own impact. Is all I'm saying. But the thing is, it's, it's things you can do. But it's just like don't show people love until they die. True indeed. I don't care how much you're doing. Because I never it, knew I know, these I, I Nipsey Hussle in fans. My, in my circle, <laughs> I, I, never, I, ain't gonna lie, I never listen to this album until he died. But his music is dope. Yeah. But I never listen to him. But my thing is, in my city... We, 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 uh, we knew about... I can say I know about three. Three, three, four of songs. Yeah, maybe. How was he banging him in your car? He was, nah. It was mainly... How was he banging him in your car? Yeah, he was... How was he banging him in your car? Like, I heard the album. I like that. Like, I was out in San Diego for work for like a month. Yeah. That's who, like this is in September. That's when I really, like, really got into him. Cause they, that's what they, they play him heavy out there. It depends on your coach. Yeah, ninety eight. Okay. I was at. That's when DMX dropped. Uh, it's dark and it's hell is hot. Right. Yeah. So I go down Texas for the summer. So you know I got my CD with me. So I get down and they like, what you listening to? I'm like, y'all tripping. It's DMX. Yeah. They like, nah, uh, it's all Master P, No Limit down there. I'm like, but that's when I got hip to it. So yeah. when I was down there, I brought it back up here, and people looking at me weird, like. You don't get out of here with that stuff. I'm like, yo, this joint hot. And next thing you know, it's stuff. No, I ain't gonna lie. I thought Bastard. I was my first. I like that to be my first year. I did. That's what I did. I, 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 I heard the problem. My thing is, I always music, music wise, I always had a different kind of ear. So, like, I heard my music high school in college. Our first year of college, I went to college together. By the way, too. Yeah. It's weird because our history, like, I went to grade school together, and then we still was tight. And then we wound up going to college together. That's when y'all broke up. No, no, it's like a man bromance. It's like a bromance. We had a bromance. So we, we went to, this, this didn't count. Like, this is a wild guy, right? Listen, I'm going to get some of my stories in college. And I'm, I'm gonna take, he can authenticate them. Because when I learned at the time, I was like, what kind of did we go to? Um, IUP. Now, mind you, we went to IUP in the 90s when IUP wasn't really black. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, it was. It was the end of the 90s. Yeah. Early yeah. 90s, bro. Come on. No, hold on. We can't go through that to us. Not, 2000, like, not the 90s, bro. Come on. Ah, come on, man. Come on. Look, I wasn't at IUP in, in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were up there. It was, it was majority still Caucasian. So it wasn't right. a cool school to go to for black people. Yeah. I'm not going to say we're the pioneers, but it seemed like after us, we came in here, yeah. it flooded with people that like us. Yeah. And now it's like IUP. I'm going to say it's HBCU, but they're yeah. <laughs> the HBCU now. So, so we, we made our best though. We made our best though. We made our mark on IUP. It definitely was. And number, yeah. I'm so glad I went to IUP because it cultured me. Mm-hmm. It taught me how to prepare me for the real world, how to deal with the colonizers. Yeah. So, me going there, I see them and dealt with them on their level on a daily basis. Yeah. So, now I'm in the real world, I know how to adjust and adapt and move. And a lot of times, people, you know. Everybody needs that though. You need that in the world. Listen, it's never on HBCU. I wish I could go to HBCU. But that college experience put me for the world world. Quick story. So, uh, I was in IUP, right? So, it was a young girl named by the name of Charmin. Oh, it's a Charmin story. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They at least gave a little... No, I think, no. Nah, you know, Charmin story. Okay. So, I'm going to give you Charmin was from Erie, PA? Or Reading? Erie. I think she was in Pittsburgh. Erie. I think Erie. Was there? She yeah, was Erie, PA. So, she was a bully. She was a bully. She was a woman bully. She was black, yeah. but she hung around white people. So she had the same, in her mind, she had the privilege. She was yeah. privileged. So she used to try to bully, you know, she ain't bullying no black girls, though. 
No. no. <laughs> I did pass. But she tried to bully all the black guys because she know we couldn't say too much to her. We couldn't do nothing to her. We couldn't. She was untouchable. Yeah. So she went through, you know, a year bullying niggas. Like, talking greasy niggas. Yeah, you know, she, just. Yeah, she was on work, man. She was on work. So one day. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing with us? Uh, unfortunately, I was dead. Okay, so one day. Uh, I was in this girl named uh, Kenya and Nikki's room. Oh, boy, you just fit names out. I mean, what the fuck? Nobody can do A girl named Kenya's Nikki room. Now, Kenya and Nikki was dealing with two of my homies. Okay. By the name of Shiz and... Oh, more names. Let's go. I mean, it's 20 years ago. Yeah. And who was... Uh, Shiz and... Uh, who was, who was uh, Kenya dealing with? Lil Mike. It was a little... That was a little Mike? No, she was dealing with you. No, no, no. No, no, no. It wasn't me. It was... Shiz yeah, was with Kenya, yeah, and Nikki was with Lil Mike. Yeah. So, I think I went there to, to get a paper written up or write a paper or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, it was me, you, Little Mike, Kenya, Shiz, and Booby. Yeah, I remember. And Booby in there. And for the, and for the record, I, I think I think she was doing your paper for you. So, <laughs> I, Probably. I, 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 I can believe that. I paper. I, I can believe that. You sound like Soulja Boy. Millions, millions. Papers, papers. Yeah. So. So we in there, we, like, we all chill every time, talking with each other. So everybody, when we came in, everybody, we had bunk beds. You know, college was bunk beds, right? Yeah. So, so at the time, everybody put their coat on the bottom bunk. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody put their coat on the bottom bunk. So at this time, the girl Sherman came in. Okay. She wanted to sit on the bottom bunk, right? Yeah. So uh, um. when she came in the room, She's like, well, who coaches these? And I think I said, well, it's mine and a couple other people. She's like, well, I want to sit here. I'm moving them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she proceeded to take people coach. Yeah, and, 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 and she had a different attitude and approach. It, that's, it, you know, it would have been a better situation. Yes. But it was, like you said, the bullying. Yeah, so she, 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 was, a, she was a verbal bully. Yeah. Not physical, but verbal. So she said, I want to see how I'm moving everybody coach. And she took everybody coach. Uh-huh. And threw it on the floor. So, you know, me being a real nigga, I am from South Philly. So, I said, Sherman, why do you throw my coat on the floor? Don't do that. So, she said, uh, she said, I do what I want to do. Okay. So, she said, I do what I want to do. Okay. So, uh, I picked everybody's coat back up, put them back on the bed. She said, I want to sit here. I'm moving the coats. She began to pick the coats up again and throw them on the floor. It's the third time. Was big, big no-no. I said, Charmaine, if we throw my coat on the floor again, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. <laughs> so, right, so mind you, Suli, uh, Lil Mike, and Booby were like sitting in a row when I was out of the room. Yeah. So she said, "Well, what you want to do?" She picked the coat up. I said, "If you do it, I'm, I'm gonna show you what's gonna happen to you." So she picked the coat up, my coat by itself though. She picked the coat up by itself <laughs> and threw it on the floor. Right. Yeah. So you ever see the scene in Harlem Nights when uh, uh, Eddie Murphy fighting uh, Della Reese, Della Reese yeah. and he got his gun out, yeah. and uh, blow that he it out, and then he looked at the three guys, and they make the yeah. face like. So when she threw on the floor, I looked at them, <laughs> and everybody did the shrug, shoulder shrug. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> you gonna do? <laughs> so I gave her Peer the pressure. craziest back open hand. It was a pimp smack too, wasn't it? Oh, man. Well, look, man. 
We was all in shock. Ho, no, ho, ho, ho. We wasn't supporting this. We don't support I don't hate women. I don't support violence. That was an isolated situation. It was like, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it, it was this. She deserved it. She, 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 deserve it? Uh, she, she boxed herself in. Uh, I believe it at that. <laughs> she, she boxed herself in. But it was just like, she was just in shock. We was all in shock. Like, damn, I know he ain't just do that. Listen, sometimes you yeah. keep campaigning for something. Eventually, you're going to get elected. <laughs> so, 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 I told her, I said, I'll back open hands back to back. Boom, the back. Pop. So she was like, she's holding her face and shot. So she said myself like, I'm like, get my boyfriend. I'm like, get your fucking boyfriend. I beat him the fuck up too. I think he's like a nerd dude. Too. No, he was a he was a some kind of football. He was a football nigga. Oh man. He was a big football nigga. See you, you remind me of I don't even want to say his name, but you remind me of somebody else always getting to them beasts with the wrong guys. Yeah, know? but I knew I could fight. But it's still And then, then I had then I had you, you six foot six. <laughs> I had uh, my man Tom, he's six foot ten six. I had big Jason. Jason six eight. Well, you know, football, see, football dudes. Yeah, but we all we don't fight. They ain't have it all, man. Yeah, but we can fight. You know what I mean? We can be from Pittsburgh and area. We're not seeing no red niggas red. So I said, I said we can fight. If we can work, if he come, we in college because they getting shot. We all want to fight. I can fight. So they come and come. But she she did a spin move. She called the cops. Yeah. So when she called the cops, I'm peeing out the window. I see them riding up. They don't pedal. They don't pedal back in time. But then they, I'm, I said, oh shit, he called the cops. I thought, yeah, he's on the run. And by the way, for the record, he was on the run too. I was on the run. The market they had my picture plastered. Yeah, he could, he could like, stay home. <laughs> it was one of them little, like little towns. So little towns, you could be the crown. You like, you like big beach up there. So they put my picture everywhere. Like I was coming to the calf in, in disguises and costumes. Like one time, I, I came to the calf like a nun costume. Like I was coming to all kinds of disguises and shit. He was laying. He was sleeping under people's beds. You wouldn't. You couldn't go at home. Dog, I was taking. I think showered up. Like it was. I think I might have been like American Post. Man. If you ever see this guy, he's he's armed with a hand and dangerous. Yeah, you on campus <laughs> running around with a wig. And I was, a no, I was on the run. So I came to the class. Uh, I was like my homies was stashing me. Like it was like Avery, a, a, a bed of fugitive. I was running for like at least like I'm gonna say a good three months. To the point where though I was hiding my man's shoes, bro. I just got tired of running. So one day they, they came, uh, they knocked us. Somebody must have gave him the tip. Somebody called Crime Stoppers and gave them the tip. And they came to his room. I see them coming, but I'm just tired of running. They knocked us door, boom, 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 boom. Uh, yeah, uh, we heard, uh, you know, boom, boom, boom is in here. Can we come to the room? So when college, your name was boom, boom, boom? No. I'm so I'm like, uh, I say, no, I should open the door, man. I'm tired of running. I don't want to run no more. So I just turned myself in. No, mind you, at the time I was seventeen years old. That is, I was seventeen, so that was key. When it happened, I was seventeen, and you know, I wasn't, I wasn't considered an adult yet. Right. So I, when I turned myself into the to the to the to the, uh, the DA up there, I was with my mom. I was a minor, I was with my mom. So I went to see the DA. The DA told me to my face, he was a white guy. I know he hated niggas. He said to my, I was seventeen. So he said, uh, "Listen, you lucky you seventeen, or I seen you wait for a long ass time." Damn. That's the only reason I, w- I wasn't I wasn't being jailed up there because I was seventeen when it happened. I don't play. They, they were trying to like they were trying to roof me up up in the end. Careers, life. They were trying to roof cut. I would have been a felon. They gonna send me to grown man jail when I was seventeen. But I was seventeen, so we couldn't really. I was seventeen, so he couldn't he couldn't really prosecute me then. Yeah, that's just. I mean, this this it's crazy how that system is, man. So say if you if you was eighteen, you gonna ruin a person's future just over a split, you know, just an emotional. Split second, and you made a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, granted, yeah, you were 
You were wrong, but I was in twenty five years. Yeah. Twenty five years wrong, or no, five, even that's five exactly years. Exactly why my ex, right? She graduated from uh, Bloomsbury University, right? Yeah. She like, when you gonna come up here? Mind you, it's like what mid two thousand. I'm like, all right, be up there, Bloom. You know what I said? Well, I never heard of it. Where is it? It's like in Hicktown. I'm like, first of all, I, I wasn't driving up there by myself, and it's no. like redneck. But you like this? Oh, it's up Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Up yeah. Pennsylvania uh, is a lot of concentrated KKK. Yeah. So all these little small Hicktowns, that's where a lot of KKK started. Yeah. So these towns, so at sometimes at night, certain places you don't want to be, right? Because they will hang your black ass. Could you imagine me driving from Philly solo, going up here to see my girl? I, I was like, I felt bad because I really did want to get up there, but I'm like, I'm not going through like redneck country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> solo. You get pulled over. That's it. And so, yeah, oh my so god, so. they they roofing your black ass. Mm-hmm. But you know it. That goes to the justice system. The system is not for us. No, it will never be for us. It's never conform for us. It's never going to help us. So we got to stop looking to them to be compassionate to us and change laws to help us. It's not going to happen. Well, we we, we look we, overall. You're looking for the oppressor. You're looking for them to protect us. You're looking no. for them to feed us. You're no, looking for them looking to them to um to give us justice. No, and sometimes you got to take. You know, don't get me wrong. Every few often, every few often, a couple slip through the crack. Right. OJ, he took through the crack. A couple black people. Hey, OJ didn't do it, man. Listen, I don't believe OJ did it. I just think, I think he paid somebody to do it. But the point is, even if he was guilty, we still don't cool. During the OJ trial, all black people still don't cool. Yeah. I was young, but I remember it vividly. Mm-hmm. We still don't cool. We like, he not doing it. He got, and when I seen the verdict right on TV, and I seen yeah. the black people reaction, the white people reaction, that let me know as a 12-year-old kid that this world is black and white. Yeah, for sure. Because they was really, white people was really angry. They was angry. They was angry as shit that OJ got off. But he, did, I mean, John Cocker did an excellent job um, in court, and the, the um, evidence wasn't there. But on top, on top of, they didn't want another LA riots. That too. So they like listen. That was around. Yeah, LA riots. Because ninety two. That was ninety four. Yeah. So when OJ got filtered, the LA niggas was wild. Yeah. They didn't want that. So they said, you know what? Give them one, huh? They give them one. But the thing I'm surprised is because he lost the civil. Yeah, he lost the civil case. So it's it's crazy to me that he he won, he got found not guilty, but he still got sued for millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. How? Because they said we're gonna hit you in the pockets where it hurt. That's, yeah, that's the that's the game. Like mm-hmm. overall, we're gonna let you go, but you want this family. But you, you know how the system goes. It's, it's not what you know; it's what you can prove. What yeah. you can prove in the court of law. Because yeah. like, look at years later, what happened? It got him again. It got, it got him, him again for he, for taking back his own stuff. Ten years. <laughs> It gave him like 30 years for taking back his own stuff. stuff. But that sentence was for what for the murders. Yeah, it's for that. It they they really, couldn't get him on that. So Yeah, that's all like, that was. Like we said earlier, that patience, man. Mm-hmm. Like we play checkers, man. Like look look at Bill Cosby. That, that situation. But once again, all this stuff has politics in it. He had the fastest retrial in like history. Like that thing was so quick. And I'm glad you said retrial. A lot of people don't know it was the first trial. They got found guilty, right? Yeah. Well, the, the judge is acquitted. I think the first one. Yeah, the, the first judge basically saying there's no way I can find this man guilty. Mm-hmm. Because lack of evidence. Lack yeah. of evidence. And that, that was the one from the past, right? Yeah. And then this new judge. New judge. That he, was, he was. I felt like he had something personal against him because he was so he, focused he ran on his it. campaign around getting Cosby. Right. So it, his whole thing was just getting Cosby. It wasn't about. And that's one thing I hate about the law. It's not about right or wrong. It's about who can argue the best. Mm-hmm. So I can be innocent. But if I, I don't have a good lawyer, and the other lawyer is better than my lawyer, I can go to jail just because yeah. my lawyer... Because, because and, that one lawyer found yeah. the loophole. I was watching this uh, this show called The Shot, right? Now, oh, this yeah. guy, he got off on a murder case. 
because they found the loophole. Okay. Yeah. But that's how it was, is it? Yeah. Did you, when you pay lawyers, you pay lawyers thousands of dollars to find a loophole. Yeah. You pay you pay uh, uh, accountants thousands of dollars to find a loophole in taxes. Mm-hmm. So you're paying the basic people to cheat the system. Yeah, yeah. Basically. And because there's always a flaw somewhere. But but but, but go back to Donald Trump. Donald Trump don't pay taxes like that. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at him for finding loopholes. You know why? Because if I had as much money as he'd had, I would find a loophole too. Right. It's just that I'm not we not rich as him, so we ain't worried about they taking our they they take away to us, then they do him. They take our money right out of check. Him? And it just sounds crazy because we like, well, he don't pay taxes. Like, yeah, he's, he's in a freaking different tax do you know? Do you know that Amazon didn't pay income tax last year? Yeah, I heard that. How the fuck is that possible? Because Do you know the NFL don't pay taxes? They're non-profit. Do you know this? So a, lot, I think a, lot of people, is, a lot of people didn't know that, that the NFL is non-profit. The thing, the thing is that... They're not a business right there. We, we, aren't, we, we don't have that much money, so we can't fandom ourselves or even care about finding loopholes to save a little bit, a little bit of coins. Yeah. Those guys, they don't break the law. They just learn how to make the law work for well, them. They mm-hmm. take our, you know, they take our taxes. When you have a, a, um, a job where you get a steady paycheck, they take our taxes from the, from the get go anyway. Yeah, you know Donald Trump, they ain't he pay. That's why like a lot of them do is getting tax trouble. Yeah. They don't make them pay. They just pay tax whenever they want. And they feel like it. Yeah, so they not. So if I'm if he make a million dollars. The government not coming in and uh, saying, "Hey, I need my two, I don't know, two fifty or whatever." You know, whenever you get a chance and you file your taxes, <laughs> whenever you get a chance, <laughs> yeah, get with it. that's parts. convenient. I need parts of that. Or you going to jail? That's the one thing I can say about the white man, right? He let the white man get away with anything else in the world but tax evasion. No, you can't. You, you can't. Listen, no. he, he, you can't. You can't avoid the tax on the white man. This ain't jail for that shit. You got. You got to give me something. You got to give me something, bro. Yeah. You wild. But you know it's that it's that that it's that white privilege, man. And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is back to Donald Trump. Uh, as much as we hate Donald Trump, he's not. He's. I don't think he was honestly business wise. He has kind of helped the community in some sense. And the thing is, he been in what off of three years now. Uh, he won in sixteen. So three years now, right? And this no two years. He took over seventeen. So in this in this two and a half years of him being president, right? Yeah. To me, he accomplished way more than Obama, and I'm not, I'm not I'm not supporting him. I'm saying he's done things in three years that Obama has done eight. Well, he 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 accomplished more of his agenda for his that's the thing for his supporters. That's the thing. We we, we didn't, overall, we, I would say Obama um, um, accomplished more, but this not for us. That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about when I always speak about I want to speak for our black community. Okay, all right. Obama didn't do anything for specifically for the black community. No. And when I tell people that, they're like, "Oh my God, he uh, I can't believe that he uh, he gave us Obama phones, or uh, what they say, or he helped he helped us get mortgages easy." No, it's 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 nah. man, we gotta stop. The issues in our community yeah. got overshadowed by the LBGT. Q. Yeah. The Q for sure. Oh yeah, the Q. My bad, y'all. And immigrants, immigrants too. So, yeah. under- so they they try to tie us all into one. No. Just well, to overshadow uh, our issues. What they would say is they would say minorities. Yeah. They won't say black people. Because if you know that any time you ask these new candidates, Kamala Harris, uh, uh, De- what's his name? Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Uh, Andrew Lane. Andrew Lane. But anytime you ask them specifically about, you know, reparations yeah. for the black community, they would say we'll look into it or we want, we want reparations for all people. Yeah. What kind the fuck like, does that mean? Kind of like the, um, Andrew Lane's where everybody... Got excited because he got he went on a breakfast club and he explained he'll give everybody not reparations but a stipend I don't know what he called it but everybody get a thousand dollars like how they doing last year everybody 
whoever's a U.S. citizen yeah. will get $1,000 um, per month just for being a U.S. citizen. And everybody got excited, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. I'm going to vote for him. It's just like, the thing is, people, we always forget that candidates, when they run their campaign, they campaign, they probably talk about typically, what, three to five different issues? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're signing thousands of bills. So you want to... You want to, um, yeah. You you want to make sure that um, it's, when you're when you're voting for these candidates, that we're not only focusing on the positive things that they're talking about. And um, and I was listening to Tyreek Nasheed. He actually um, broke it down in a good way with um, with giving everybody a thousand dollars. And how he explained it was is that let's just take the the most popular races in in uh, in our country. So you typically we have blacks, whites, um, browns, um, Asians, and let's just say Arabs. Right. And everybody got a baseball bat, but but us, the black people. And with the baseball bat, they're beating us with this baseball bat. And um, with Andrew Lane giving everybody a thousand dollars, cool. We're happy because now. Everybody can get another baseball bat. So now, as blacks, we got one baseball bat. But now, everybody else had two baseball bats. So opposed of five, opposed of us having no baseball bat getting beat by five baseball bats. Now we have one. Everybody had two. Now it's double. So we got one against ten. So yeah, right. we're still behind. We're still behind. Mm -hmm. So um, we we have to stay focused on reparations. Only it is not. To say that we're trying to um, keep everybody out, but for, for us to get ahead. But, but the thing is, not keeping everybody out. Let me tell you why. The Japanese got reparations already. Yeah. The Jewish community got reparations already. Yeah. And what's crazy about the Jewish reparation, the U.S. had nothing to do with that. At all. It was Germany. First of all, they went to Germany yeah. and got them and brought them back exactly. in. So why, why are you giving money to people? Well, how, how, about, how about this, right? I was working, um, we was at work one time, we was having a general conversation, right? And we were speaking about this. And this one girl who was Caucasian, she hopped up, was like, well, the Jews deserve it. Look what they went through. And everybody was like, bitch, do you not know slavery was before that? And, and, she, and mind you, she, had to, she was like, she had the old shit face. She was like, yeah, because you ain't fucked up right now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was like 10, 10, 12 years? I think it was like 12 years. Or At the most. Yeah. And that was in a yeah. different country. Yeah, like that was, that's my main thing. Yeah, the Holocaust was uh, um, an unfortunate situation. Um, it definitely was. It definitely was, but it, it, it didn't happen here. The only reason, let me tell you, I'm going to give it a B. The only reason the Holocaust looked bad because it was on film. Yeah, it was film. Yeah. It was film. Yeah, it was. Slavery wasn't film. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? That was the biggest atrocity on film. They so still, it looks worse. They still learn about it in school, but they don't learn about slavery. Because they, because we, that's what I understand is, as long as we keep getting, letting our children get taught by the enemy, yeah. then we're going to not mm -hmm. know our history. We're not yeah. going to know our past, our future, and our now. Well, if you think about it, it just sounds, and this is, you know, my personal opinion, it just sounds crazy if you think about it. Like, we really expect for them to teach our kids. Yeah. Our history. Our history. They make, make it seem like we were on top. I don't think. Like people complain about um, uh, Black History Month. Why is it only, you know, I don't know, one month? And my, thing like, with, my, my thing with that is, I feel like our ancestors, it was, it was like good and bad. Because it's like, oh, we, we got Black History Month. It was just like, oh, snap. The niggas accepted that. 
So that's your reparations right there. I have a month. Yeah. And it's only 28 days. It's short right. month of the year. But when is White History Month? No. 11 months of the year? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But it's just like, it's almost like they accepted that as like the reparations. Like, I got this one month, the shortest month of the year to celebrate and, your heritage. And it's not really for us. It's really, we're going to teach our kids a little, you know, we're going to teach the white kids about your history. I think it's more so, we're, you know, it's not more so for y'all. It's more so we're going to teach everybody about your history. Yeah. But um, it's still not good history because our history was way bigger than slavery. And way bigger. And that's, way that's, bigger. That's all that's, all that's promoted. And, and my thing is, yeah, yeah, my we, thing we is, we just, we just, in Africa, we, we was naked. We wasn't civilized. We were savages. We, yeah. just, we, we talked about a wash up. Yeah. They wasn't washing up until we talked about a wash up. So, we was running around with leaves on, living in yeah. huts. Like yeah. Some people to this day don't believe that Africa have cities that look like ours. Oh, they think it's just the huts and people walking around with sticks and cattle. They got they they just show in the media what they what they want to show. But no, they got big um Africa's beautiful. Yeah, like Zimbabwe. Yeah. And, and, and outside of South Africa. Like Zimbabwe, I um I seen Ghana. Ghana, these is big beautiful. Man, yeah, yeah. Ghana is beautiful. I got a, I got a friend that's from Ghana and when she go back, I'll be looking at the pictures. I'm like, damn, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like the beaches. And she be posting be like, come on home, y'all. Yeah. Like, but you know something else too? Everybody is drawn to Africa. Do you, do y'all, did y'all know that it's um like in Asia, like the Chinese and all them, they overpopulated. So they're looking to move to Africa. Yeah. They're looking to buy certain parts of Africa yeah. to bring their people there and you know, to start migrating there. I just seen an article. I think about you sent me or my other homie sent me where they made they made a, a, a Asian guy an African chief. Was it you that sent me? No, it wasn't me. It was somebody. <laughs> it was in Nigeria somewhere. They made a, a Chinese dude an African chief. I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Then like you, you gotta you, you, you let these people in because yeah. you want some money. But you understand when you let people in, they come, yeah. they take over. Well, I, I, this I, is I, your I, land, I, and a lot of people don't own land in South Africa that's uh-huh. black. I look at some example like uh, the actress Sharice Theron, right? Okay. If you Google her, it says South African actress. How the fuck is Sharice Theron South African? I don't give a fuck where she was born. That's like right. me saying, uh, if I told you, you met me for the first time, I said, yeah, uh, yeah, my name is Ma, I'm Chinese. Yeah. You know I'm crazy, right? <laughs> you like, look at you black. Yeah, but that's that's us because we we say we're American. Yeah, I, I, I'm African. I'm you know that's how the boy was. What's the boy named Tink Tink with the legs that killed his girlfriend? Who? Well, who remember, remember the uh, I, I, no, the, the, the running boy. The running boy. Oh yeah, the white boy. Well, he, he killed his wife. He, he killed his girlfriend. He was in the bathroom. Yeah, he yeah. was an intruder and uh, he shot her in the bathroom. He got off, didn't he? Well, he got what did you do? I think he got off initially. She called him Lord. But basically, he was South African. Little Tink Tink. Little Tink Tink. Yeah, he killed. Was the white girl? Yeah. Well, he was white. Yeah. But he was just you know labeled as South African. How? How's a white person in South Africa? He was in the bathroom because they was, I guess they born. You know, a lot of people move there and then like... I mean, it's, it's, it's no bro, bad. if I'm born in... Say my, my, my dad is some of the military, right? And I'm born in China. Nigga, I'm not Chinese. No, I'm still but black. So, but the crazy thing is, especially with us, man, a lot of we, a lot of we do that a lot. That's crazy. I'm, I'm Britain. You know what I'm saying? I'm, no, nigga, you black. Yeah. Look, well, look at the Greek freak. Yeah, nigga, you black. Yeah, he's from Africa, but I think he was born in Greece. Yeah. That don't mean he Greek. <laughs> hey, that's why he, that, that's why he called him the Greek freak. <laughs> that's how he got his name. That's crazy. But yeah, they got. Um, I was watching CNN the other day. I forgot the lady name. Uh, I'm terrible with that. But um, they they keep talking about free tuition okay. for like um public colleges. Okay. So you know, not not the private ones, but they trying to they they trying to push for free tuition. 
was it? Is it a certain candidate that's pushing for it? Or yeah, just, I cannot think of this lady name, but she's she's really pushing for it. Um, yeah, I mean, cannot think. Of, I had to look it up, but yeah, she um no, she was really pushing for it. No, we it's just, I mean other countries that's that's not as wealthy as this country had free you know free tuition and free healthcare and things like that. Um, it's definitely affordable. Mm-hmm. And they um, said um, I think it was Obama proposed it. When he was in office, and then um, I think Bernie Sanders, you know, he kind of like backed it up too okay. in like 2016. You know, he, he talked about it too. But I mean, I feel like it'd be beneficial, but if they do it, I feel like they're going to change the curriculum. They're going to kind of water it down some yeah. more so it'd be like extended high school. Because you know, like in high school, they give you bullshit. It'd be, yeah, it'd be BS. I mean, college, college too. I mean, you can take some courses. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know that's I think I would consider that that you can use in life. A lot of the courses you can't um, use, and I think I can speak on it because I, I have a college degree, and I and I like to always put that out there, especially when I'm talking to the young young people in the community, because sometimes most of the times people think when you get this college degree um, that you're set. Now, right. with me being able to speak on this is I, you know I have a good career. I make you know I make decent money. Not struggling, um, you know. I'm not mad at the system or anything like that. Because most of the times when people speak about college ain't this, college ain't that, those individuals are not. They're not um, doing too good. But but let's be honest. I'm gonna you up, but let's be honest. Now today the bachelor degree is no different high school diploma. Yeah. That's so true. so I know you you so you spend this is my philosophy. I'm not saying don't get educated. Yeah. I'm saying that. Mathematically, it don't make sense to spend eighty thousand dollars to get a job making thirty five to forty. You thinking eighty thousand? That's when we was in school. It's, oh it's, yeah, it's like more now. So it's like say you spend one fifty. Yeah. And one to one, you spend a hundred and a hundred thousand on a on a, a piece of paper. Yeah. So you can get a job if you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you're lucky to make forty. If you're. That's why it depends on like nowadays you gotta go to school for the right stuff. You gotta go get a trade. You gotta get yeah. A trade. You gotta get a trade, but you gotta you gotta if go you to go to school. You, you gotta be like. Lawyer, but but, but I'm going to even even a doctor, nurse. So to, a doctor, right? So when 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 other races go to law school or or, or med school, their family takes care of them. Yeah. So they have a, a good support system. We don't have that. Don't have Not we just that. You, you know what else they do too? Um, I used to work in a like in the Paoli area, and like when you see that regional rail pull up, you see all these people, like all these Indian people, get off. And you know what they do? They go get one apartment. It might be like ten of them in there, but they all get off with book bags. They either all working together, they sacrifice, or they all going to school together. Because because every other community has one agenda, and they all work together. Mm-hmm. Us again, this is crap and embarrassing. They like listen, I gotta me me me. I gotta make it. I gotta make it. I gotta make it. Yeah, and then the thing is, we don't have support from our family, or our community, right. so we end up you know failing. And if you don't have a good support system financially when you're in med school or law school, you're not going to pass because you can't have a job. Yeah. You can't literally you can't really have a job because all your time and energy is focused on passing the, the bar or passing med school. Yeah. And right. then again, unless you graduate, you're still in you still you, how much you in debt? You're a half million dollars, a million dollars? You're in debt. You're in debt like crazy. Yeah, so you, you don't life, yeah. you don't get out of debt to at least I don't think you're ever Yeah, as, as, as a lawyer. So my thing is to me, you can make this I'm not saying entrepreneurship is not for everybody. I'm just saying that you have more freedom and it's better for you. Yeah, for sure. And like I say, I'm saying is it worth? I'm gonna give life of a doctor. So he constantly on call. He didn't. He didn't live at the hospital. You can't have social life. So the money you making is going back to paying your debt. Yeah. So yeah, you might make two fifty, 
But guess what? You can't enjoy that 250. It's not a good peace of mind or life yeah. because you're constantly working. And you know what else, too? Um, some doctors have a private practice, but they also are on call, you know, at the hospital. Yeah. Because yeah. they, you know, they. Then their insurance is so high. Yeah. That's why they yeah, do it. You gotta have insurance. Dog, I'm not saying, I'm, listen, yeah. I'm not discouraging yeah. people from being a doctor because we need more black doctors and lawyers. Yeah. I'm not discouraging. I'm just saying, now that I'm, I'm old enough to understand how the world and the system works, college wasn't for me. Yeah. Because I mean, y'all, y'all, everybody, y'all graduated, but I mean, as you can see, I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I'm not too. I mean, you make more money than me, of course, on paper, but I'm not too far behind you, lifestyle wise. I don't know, Miles. You, 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 you've been eating lately. Cut it out. I know, man. I'm a hustler. Applications. I'm a hustler. Like eight companies. Can't, but can't, the can't, thing is, you just do on the phone. I, I can't even get a. Uh, I can't even park in front of his door. Oh the whole side of the street is. <laughs> I got to park around the corner. No, because these workers are building this, this gentrified building across the street, and them crackers parking their truck. But the thing is, I'm saying, I ain't saying no more cause. I'm just saying that. Well, 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 me, I'm not defending college. I'm just more so saying um, that I, I took that route. I graduated. It, 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 it worked for me. It worked. It did. It worked for me. But um, I know that's not. This is not the way. That's right. that's all I'm saying. Um, it's like it's like somebody trying to go to the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Like I kind of not to say I'm an NBA player, but you I, I kind of let's just say I'm in. If I'm an NBA player, I'm, I'll be the person. I'm doing good. I got a good contract. I'm making millions. I'll be the person to tell another young guy that's looking to go to the NBA. Like, look, practice, but look, this ain't this ain't what you think it is. Right. Um, so don't don't put your don't put your all into it. You know, definitely go hard. Definitely try to make it. But when you do make it, it's not everything you think it's uh, what you think it what you think it is. And uh, overall, I just think with college, um, more so, I'm, the reason I'm glad I went to college is the people that I met. Culture, culture, yeah, well, culture. You, you learn life, you learn life lessons. Life, life lessons, and just a lot of good people in school with the NFL and NBA yeah. and things like that. So you, you met a yeah. Like I said, we're not we're not discouraging college. Yeah. We're just saying that. In 2019, see, we like I said, we were the 90s. Yeah. So our parents only knew degree, yeah. good job. They, 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 they did their their best. The most of our parents, I know, I'm the first. In, my in your college? No, my, my mom and daddy both got degrees. My, I think my, my mom graduated from a school called Wilberforce in Ohio. Now, and my dad went to St. Bonaventure. Well, actually, did your mom? Did she graduate? You know, did she get a degree when she got older? No, she got it when, when she when she was younger. Yeah, okay. in the seventies. Okay, that's decent. That's decent. Yeah. That's, that's that's rare. But because my mom is sixty five. Okay. So yeah, they, they, well, you know, a lot of parents they go go back to school in their thirties. Honestly, I don't give it real. The only reason I went to college was uh, Girl. a different no a different world. Girl. <laughs> TLC baby 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 video and my mom. Yeah. So because I see my mom, I'm like, damn, she made good money. Like I said, I don't watch. See, Bill Cosby was a legend because a different world. Made college look cool for black people. Yeah. Before a different world, I'm sorry, House Party 2. Uh, House Party 2. House Party 2, a different yeah. world, and TLC video. Yeah. Before before uh, a different world came about, my 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 views of college was basically, you know, you it's boring, yeah. you're just going to learn, it's no fun. But a different world showed me another side of college that you never saw on TV yeah. from black people. So he was a trendsetter in giving us the visual. Like they always talk about Obama with the you know, visual. Bill Cosby set us visual up for black families mm-hmm. and college. I agree. Because before him, you never heard of a black person, a black family TV with a, a doctor and a lawyer as a family. Living together. Living, living together. Right. That's what I heard of on TV. And, that, they, and they was living a modest life. Yeah. 
You notice they, yeah. they still had a little wagon. Yeah, the bullshit cars. Yeah, yeah, the bullshit yeah, cars. Yeah, the little bit of money. He had a, a, a brownstone. Yeah, but remember when the kids wanted something, it was like, oh wait, how much is it? Like, yeah. you know, they weren't like splurging. It was just like, yeah, we no got answer. this. But they both make it over hundred thousand dollars right. But it was yeah. like, we got this, but you're going to have to work for it. They, they made the work. They were yeah. employing them. So that that kind of like, as bad as, bad as the person y'all think Bill Cosby is, he helped a lot of our generation. They call him American Dad. Oh, yes. yes sir. He took over. He was the image of a dad on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I met your dad before? No, uh, no, I'm pretty sure you have. I met your dad before, yeah. but I ain't gonna lie. My dad left when I was 16. Okay. The last time I seen my dad, the next first album came out. <laughs> that was 98. Well, my, so. You know, scared him off, man. <laughs> no, no. Growing up, he, was so, he worked for Amtrak. So he was so in and out of my life. Okay. And he had another family. You know, we Muslims, so he had another family in Providence. Oh, okay. So he was between, I, 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 he buried in my life. So right. he never, the only thing he instilled in me was fear. Yeah. And, and, Why you say that? Because he's a, I had to be, fuck me up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was called, it was called, this was back then. Wow, you were bad as hell. Bro, bro but listen, in 2019, he go to jail for the shit he did to me, bro. <laughs> he go to jail, he was fucking me up like I'm the grown ass man. I don't know how to fight and take a punch. So, I can take a punch because he punched me. So is that why, like, if I walk past you fast, you start to flinch a little bit? In jail, too. <laughs> I, shout out to my cellie in here. My cellie in here, by the way, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> my man. We was locked in together. Uh, so let, me, let me call Herm. Let me Herm up here about these, these yeah. tasty cakes. I had two fights <laughs> in jail. I had two fights <laughs> in jail. I, say, I wish my cellie could come tell the story, but that's another show. I'm, I'm going to save another show. But two fights? Let me tell you. How about these fights? I, I, I explained it already. I fought over a glazed honey bun. He's 2 and 0 in prison fights. He didn't know. He didn't know. Listen, food in prison is like money. It's gold. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fought over a glazed honey bun, and I fought someone else was some. I don't remember, but it was. It, I know I'm 2 and 0 in jail fights. That's my record. So anybody want to talk shit? My people in them is 9519. I But I was doing no jail fights. But the thing is, like, cause I ain't had no dad. So because I had no dad, I looked I looked for dudes in the streets and I seen Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, yeah. He's Bill Cosby in a lot of He was a legend, man. It was the father figures, man. Bill Cosby. Uncle Phil? Uncle Phil for sure. I, I just don't for, don't, don't forget about uh Carl Winslow. Oh, yeah. No, I ain't no, not Carl. I ain't looking at Carl. That was a nut. He was a nut. He was a nut, though. 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 He was a this um, reality like, TV reality bullshit. I feel like that, like that makes black crazy. women look bad because it seems like y'all, like it makes black women look like they just yeah. loud. And, and they, they, just they already have that stereotype of black women. Yeah, and it's just like they just go on there and just they, this how the fight start. Yeah. Throw a drink in your face. Like, come yeah, on. Like, remember, like, I don't know. What's my uh, public image? You remember public image, right? Yeah. What's, what's the um, public image? Public image. Yeah. I seen like an interview on him. He made a good point. Um, he was the masses, they're trying to, um, they're trying to, to extend your teenage years until 30s. And I think now they're trying to push it past 30s. Man, like, you yeah. know, it's cool to be ratchet and too young. Yeah. But now, if you look, but, that, but that's for us. They don't do that. White people. If you look back now, when we was younger, even us going to um, Claire Muhammad, we had old heads to look up to. Yeah. Now a lot of the old heads is young boys. Yeah. Know, they dress yeah. like the young boys. They hanging out with the young boys. Yeah. They trying to, you know, you know, Instagram posting like the young boys. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, you know, we always had like them 
throwaways to look up to. Yeah. Like, you know what? That's what I want to be. But now, the young bulls, they don't, you know, yeah. they, they don't have that. But, like, with these reality shows, a lot of these women, man, they in their late 30s and 40s yeah. acting like that. Talking about, you ain't in my circle. Yeah. And I don't like you being fighting and stuff like that. I hate I hate when you're dealing with a grown woman and she like, yes or yeah, no. Yeah. I'm like, what? What the fuck is Noah? Like, because the reality show. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta take that shit out. I don't mean to, but are you single, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're single. Okay, quick question. This is off topic. Who get more pussy? Politicians or union guys? Interesting. Let me break it down for you. He represents all the CNAs, the nurses, the medical field, you know, bitches. So all these chicks that, you know, run around doing some fucking. So who get more pussy? Politicians or union reps? Turn the fan uh-huh. on. He's sweating a little bit. Yeah, you see? He's going to hang up on the show. No, he's adjusting in the seat. Hold on, hold on. The thing is, it sounds like it's a trick question because if I answer union, <laughs> I'm basically saying I'm, ha- I'm having a field day out here. You know what I'm saying? But no, I'm going to say I'm gonna say neck to neck, man. Why neck to neck? Because, I mean. People, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say. People, I'm, uh, I'm going to say union reps. Why? I say this because politicians might get a different level of pussy, but it is abundance. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Union, because y'all so ingrained in the community, y'all face to face with these these single moms. Mm-hmm. So you come in six foot five, well dressed, well spoken, with that know? with that creed on. Yeah, you with the creed <laughs> on. And we're like, damn, I ain't meet too many, you know, black dudes who got their shit together. No, Let me throw some pussy. Here was some pussy. So we, huh, take it. No, man, I'm, 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 I'm always a gentleman, man. man get you the know, fuck out of here. You ain't been since I met you. You know, you've you been a savage since I met you, dog. <laughs> No, you you had, you had your fun here and there, but overall, I'm just leaving it at that. Listen, you know, we, we, I, I got I got multiple guys in these unions, right? And the stories I hear from these guys are legendary. Now, I I wanted to be in the union, man. I wanted to be in this union. You got me wanting to be in the union now. I might as well get uh, me a suit. But, but, but overall, you gotta you, you know you do get uh, women who are you know that's drawn to you and try to date and things like that. But you gotta. You gotta be careful, you know. Some, you know, you can't, you, you can't always, um, you, you, you know, you can't, you can't always eat all the calories. You know what I'm saying? You wanna, you wanna watch your figure. So, you know, meaning, you know, even though somebody approaches you and they offer, you know, you can't always take. So, it. so do people try to do do? That's women? where I come in at. I can be your assistant, <laughs> like all right, your, look. your buffer, basically, like a porno buffer. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me handle this for you. So, do you find that a lot of women approach you because of what you do? Oh, I just think overall, oh, well, women just—it's not a union thing or a it's just a thing. It's just just you being a certain status. Um, so it don't it don't so it don't help that you have status in position. No, it doesn't. That the title. Cool. So you you know you know the thing a title around? No, no, you you know. You gotta put a title. You give your card out. You never say, "Listen, what is me? If you want to get in contact with me, this is my personal number. You never do that." Yeah. But, but once you throw the title around, or as you see yourself, like. Um, getting promotions and growing, you, you start noticing you, you are attracting more women, yeah. different caliber of women, yeah. women who look a little better and mm. things like that. Got they stuff so, together. <laughs> I just think women, this overall, they just like guys that have status. Yeah, that's just that's just how they are. Man. Yeah. It's always about. And then, like I said again, we, uh, we we all the same age bracket, so yeah. it's not too many guys like I'm not me. I'm thirty six no, no. and a half. Thirty six and a half. I heard the podcast. What's up that? I'm sick of man. Can you try me a young boy? No, thirty six and a half. Be an old washed up nigga like us. We all old washed up. Let that shit go. Thirty six and a half. And again, like I said, just like I said, because I'm I'm not. Of course, I'm not stature like you. So, but I use my influence away because, you know, I, I do good in life. 
So because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm successful at it, women look at you as a catch. Yeah. A prize. Like, damn, yeah. well, you know, so he's a catch your pockets. Well, he, he yeah, you mean rap? So I'm looking at what do you mean? So that kind of makes X, Y, and Z. That, that's another thing, too. I hear that's why they pick my name because they can Google. Yeah. They can, pull, they can pull my salary up and all that. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you become a target like an athlete. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah. Oh, girl, he just signed a new deal. Yeah, he just he got a promotion. We on him. <laughs> you got kids? Yeah, I got a, um, I got a son, man. Yeah, I got I, a son that's, listen, he got an awesome son. That's that son. Uh, his son is his son is cool as shit. Now his son's name, what's your name? No, no, don't say his no, name because yeah. you keep your, your but his son is uh well, we call his nickname. We call I call I call him E Rad. And what I call him? And you call him Young Turner. Young Turner. Young Turner. Because he turned the fuck up. Yeah, my son, man. Ooh. Yo, he's a beautiful, you know, beautiful kid, man. Um he um he has He's, you know, he has, he's autistic. He's on the, maybe I don't know he's on the spectrum. He's on, he's on the spectrum. Now, now, me, again, this is crazy because me and I got something in common. Yeah. My niece is on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, that's my field. That's yeah. what I Yeah, I, I work in the field too. So, my niece, I, actually, your son is a little more uh, yeah. functional than my niece. Yeah, yeah my He's a little more verbal. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we both have children on a spectrum. Yeah. So, it's kind of, we have that connection as well. So, it's like, you know, I... I I see them. I work in the mental health field for nine to five, so I see more emphasis being placed on people on the spectrum, especially yes. children. Yes. So have you have you noticed that you've gotten a lot of support and help because you have us on the spectrum? Well, the, the thing when I'm um, learning now is um, when he was under three, we had a lot of support. But the problem is, is that um, my salary and his his mom, his mom, she makes uh, she makes decent money too. So um, once you go over a certain um, Certain number when it comes to salary, the, the assistance and things is not is not there. So so, so a lot of things you got to pay out. Of, you know you got to pay out of pocket. Yeah. Um, but if you if you're, well, well, okay, well you're not a single mom, so then they're not give you no yeah. assistance. But it's not just that. It's like um, because you know I, I deal with like the younger kids, like the kids that I work with is like you know younger adolescents, and you know I'm also in the office too behind the scenes, and I know the billing is, you know, like the Medicaid and all that, like yeah. the insurance trying to pay for. It. It's real funny because it's like. The insurance can be this way today, and then Monday they made some changes, and now it don't cover this anymore. So now this kid can't come to our center because the whole insurance situation. Bunch of red tape. Yeah, and then the parents might yeah. have to. It's like sometimes some parents had to go to court to battle it out to get the insurance straight yeah. in order for the kid to come back. Because you know I'm also in the schools, and then I work at the center. So it's like I see the kids, you know, in there and at the center. And at the end of the day, who wound up being, you know, the the, uh, the victim is the kid. The kid. Yeah. Because they don't get the help they need. Or assistance. Yeah, like the insurance is, is always changing. Then like insurance it's just is, very insurance expensive. Insurance is another biggest scam in this country, but that's another story. Yeah, insurance is just, that's, that's a monopoly in itself, man. Because so, you listen to this thing, you, you're supposed to pay for something in case some shit happen. Right. Yeah. So, say I got car insurance, right? I'm never in an accident, right? So yeah. I done paid you 20000 20000 yeah, And I ain't gonna put any back because I don't get after that. Nope. And, and then know. if I get an accident, I still gotta pay money. But they, they treat you like, well, so what happened? Nigga, somebody in my car. Yeah, they up? try to find out. Because, you know, insurance um, companies are, they, they try to make it where so they don't have to pay you. That's why they ask all these little stupid well, why questions. Why am, I, why am I paying for it if you ain't gonna pay me? And who, 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 who you think made insurance mandatory? Who? Your boy. Politicians. Obama did? No. Not just him. Um, you know who I hate it? What's his name? John Street. Was it John Street who started Livestock? John Street. Yeah, John Street. Man, prior to Livestock, I was the man. I used to be at Capital Auction. Yo, you come on my block, every car, I had every car, though. I'm, I'm talking about I was popping. Yeah, I remember Livestock. Man, they started Livestock. Next thing you know, Ace my pulled out the block. Woo! 
Like he, he, tried, he tried to make it seem like it was cleaning up the city, but it only hurt the poor and black people. It don't hurt poor and black people. It don't yeah, hurt us. Man. It's kind of like with that, with that Obama with uh, making the health care. Yeah, like I said, like, like, listen, we all do good. I don't know nobody that uses uh, Obamacare. Nobody. Because we all make too much money for it. Well, we don't use it because, you know, we... But, you know, so how is it helping? So it... Because the thing, the thing is, is, uh, is like, it's... With the universal health care, like a lot of a lot of countries have universal health care, and that's this. We all know universal health care is. We just you know you have health care you don't pay for it, um, and then, uh, you know, you don't you don't pay you don't pay for the health care. But I, I think what Obama was trying to do, and this 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 is this my opinion. Um, he know that the citizens want universal health care, but he also knows that the health health insurance company don't want that. So how do you please everyone? So how you please everyone is you give the citizens health care, right? But you make it mandatory that all citizens have it. So if I have a job, I mandate all employers to provide health care for, for their employees. So you might have like a lot of small businesses that can't even afford to give the employees yeah. health care. But on the flip side, the only people that's is winning in the game is the health care industry. Yeah. Because now... You don't increase their numbers. Before you had an option, now you don't have an option. So it's kind of like like it's kind of like car insurance. You know, be, you know, before it wasn't it wasn't illegal not to have car insurance. But now, now it's illegal. Once you once you force everybody to have car insurance, those car insurance industries their numbers go up because now you got people who got to sign up for so it. So it's a big money game. It's, 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 all, it's always about. Money. And the thing is, when you follow the money trail, you will find a crook. Yes, it's always. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, Obama came across as. He sold his hope. Yeah. His big thing was hope. Yeah. And uh, uh, what was his, his slogan? That was it. Hope. hope. So we said, damn, if we get a black guy in here, he's going to do some stuff for the black people. That's what I thought when yeah. I seen OE. I'm like, damn, he's a, he, this is one of us. He gonna, and he got there, man. He just did everything opposite. Well, we got to stop. Man, I want to say that, too. Cause I, I can't say people are starting to wake up now. We're not. People are not being bamboozled. We're just not naive. Yeah, we're not naive. And people are holding these politicians accountable. Um, notice like the reparation movement that's going on. We yeah. don't cool with that. And obviously, um, obviously, a lot of people going in front of Congress getting getting, yeah. getting attacked. And getting attacked. And now, even with Cory Booker saying, um, he didn't necessarily say he's going to. Um, oh, how did he say it? He didn't say he's going to provide um, reparations, but he's going to research it and look. At, he's going to consider. It. What the fuck do you got to research, bro? You know, no. give us some fucking money. I don't but, trust boy anyway. Oh man, I don't trust no black man without fishing here. For him to even, <laughs> that's my rule. If you ain't on Facebook, the black man, I'm trusting. But for him to even say that, um, it just shows that politicians understand that they gotta entertain it. You know what I'm saying? And I forgot who I was listening to, but we gotta get, we gotta get, uh, we gotta get crafty with the reparations too, cause say, cause eventually it's gonna happen, because people are getting them cool. Yeah. But when it does happen, we gotta be prepared. I just think that um, I just want my 40 acres, and you can keep yeah. the mule. I don't even man, you can give me. Just give me. Some, I just want something for us. I don't care if it's five dollars, man. Yeah, give just me something. Give up. me something just for us. I ain't talking about because right now, for everybody else, but ten five dollars can change my life. Yeah, right. I'm not talking about education for everybody. Nah. I'm not talking about research. I ain't talking about minorities. I'm talking about <laughs> the same way how you has uh, certain laws for the um the LGB, the LGBTQ area, yeah. and the same way you have. Don't forget that Q. For um, also Q um, <laughs> for immigrants. For immigrants, well, when it comes to us, you know, they, you never can say anything for 
blacks, African Americans, and, and you know, in this country, is always we're going to we're because going to, we're we bottom on the tone. Yeah, we we we're we're, we're, we're and, laughing. And we always got to get the scraps. Yeah. So hey, you know what? We're we're going to we want to help the poor. This, 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 but, but this is the key word. Yeah, the key word. Criminal reform. They, they, they use the word triple down. Yeah. If you ever hear that word triple down, that's a that's a cold word to say. Listen, we gonna get the scraps. With scraps. Yep. So like like criminal reform. That's scraps because we're not all criminals. No. I know that we get locked up the most. It ain't because we're criminals. That's because everything's against us. But you have white criminals also. So yeah. that helps everybody. The poor. We're not all poor. No. Um, every every race has poor people. So yeah. that, that helps everybody. Shit, so, the majority of people on welfare is white. Yeah, for sure. I think I forget the name of the damn town. I want to say it's in Kentucky. But I believe that whole town is like on welfare. On welfare. But they ain't gonna bring it out. Yeah, never, mm-hmm. that whole the whole town. No, no, they no one in that, that town. Um, I can't think of the town now, but it's, it's definitely. Uh, I want to say it's in Kentucky somewhere. But you know, but you know, it's a, it's a it's 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 a it's a it's a game out here. I know the good thing is that we are starting to wake up. Um, we are, and some of us are on cool. We are, we are on cool. It, it's it's not gonna be a situation where um, everyone's gonna be on cool. Um, you gotta leave some behind, and we, you know, we gotta leave some behind, and we gotta get off that whole black on black crime thing, and that uh, us taking responsibility. Well, we gotta do better things like that right. when somebody, a black person, killing a black person because no, no other race does that. You no, know, they don't say white and white crime, or Indian, Indian, Indian crime, crime, or Chinese, Chinese crime. Or if a, if a white person kills another white person, they don't say, "Oh, we as a white race, we gotta do better." No, they never say that. So you know, but you know, I, you know. Uh, it's a good show. It's a good topic, man. I'm, I'm yeah, glad we can bring you out, Suli, out, man. Test on a couple of things in politics, city, you know, definitely appreci- local. Appreciate you coming. Yeah, out. you always welcome here at the Seven Podcast Show. Uh, thanks, 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 thanks for having me. I mean, you can feel free to bring some of them single moms, which oh, yeah, yeah, bring some CNAs. I love CNAs. Bring yeah. some CNAs back. You know, I don't know if you want them CNAs, man. Them CNAs probably run. Nah, you can give me the LPMs. Nah, CNAs me- called. They called. Call when I got shot, man, CNA took care of me, man. She was washing these little nuts. That's fine. You got that supportive beta look to you, man. <laughs> hey, man, no. no. I ain't support nobody, bro. I need, I need this strong, independent black woman. But not too independent. <laughs> but thanks for coming out soon, man. I appreciate you coming to the show, man. Y'all are welcome here. You know, anytime we have them, we might invite you back, man. Bring you back, you back up here yeah, sometime. Part know, two. Yeah, part we appreciate two. you, man. Give us some insight on, you know, the unions and government and, uh, you know, informing the people of, you know, what's going on. Definitely. So, man, next time, next time, man, just, you know, just... Right, Talk about the show, promote the show. We we having you came, man. Yes, I'm coming, man. All so, right. man, thank y'all for coming out. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm your host, one eye creepiness, my guy. I'm Malcolm. And we out of here. Out of here, bitches. Peace.